Hi there, this is episode 28. Today I am answering the question, how do I end food battles with my kid? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. It's Danae. Welcome to the Simple Families Podcast. This is a Q&A style show, so I need your questions. Send me your questions to simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. The best way to stay in touch with Simple Families and hear about the new shows and what's going on in the blog and in the community is to sign up for the email list. So if you go to simplefamilies.com, you can do that there. When you sign up, you also get a free ebook and a short mini course to get you started. Today's question comes from Brooke. She writes, Hi, Danae. I've been following the blog and podcast, and I've listened to your starting solids as well as raising a good eater episodes. I breastfed my child for 18 months and introduced solids at six months, following the advice of adding flavors, veggies first, then fruits, variety, etc. She's now almost three, and we fight the food battle daily. I wouldn't say that she's picky, but she's stubborn, not willing to try new things, even with bribery. I make sure she isn't grazing, and we've stuck to three meals a day and two snacks. I don't let her graze, and I also don't give her anything but water in between meals, so I know it's not empty calories as the issue. Just recently, she was willing to try the chicken on her plate. She chewed a little and began to gag and then cry. What a show. I wish I had a good eater, but instead I have a good stubborn food fighter. Do you have any advice, please? Thank you. Brooke, thanks so much for following along. I'm going to give you one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever heard when it comes to parenting. That is... When you've tried everything, try nothing. I find that these words are very relatable for most of my listeners and readers because you all are amazing parents. You're great problem solvers and you're diligent and you'll do anything and everything for your kids. But sometimes what happens to the parents with even the best intentions is that the biggest mistake they're making is they're doing too much. They're trying too hard. And those efforts become interpreted as pressure. And anyone that has a three-year-old knows that pressure is always met with resistance. Pressure is almost always the culprit behind power struggles, which is why this advice is so relevant. This, when you've tried everything, try nothing. Because when you try nothing, you're not pressuring. You're taking away the pressure. You're taking away the resistance. So Brooke, I want you to do nothing. And many times doing nothing is the hardest thing for parents because we really want to solve all the problems and fix everything. So don't engage in battles. Don't engage in bribery. Instead, stick with the division of responsibilities. And the division of responsibilities is a term coined by Ellen Satter. That's E-L-L-Y-N-S-A-T-T-E-R. And she is a well-renowned researcher in this area. The division of responsibilities, or what I call the cardinal rule in feeding kids, is that the parents are in charge of choosing what the food is, and the kids are responsible for how much they eat or whether they eat at all. You have a job to do, and your kids have a job to do. Don't step on their toes. Don't tell them how much to eat. Don't tell them whether or not they have to eat it. Take a deep breath, prepare the food, give it to them, and then let them take it from there. I recently had a friend reach out for some advice about feeding her son. He's four, and I thought her words were really insightful. She said, we've reached the point that I feel like the path that he's walking is not his own. 
And by that, she meant she felt like she was getting in the way. She was stepping on his toes. She was stepping on his responsibility. And she realized that she, in fact, needed to do her job, which was to serve up the healthy food and let him do his job, which was decide whether or not he was going to eat it. Now, if this is a long way off from the way that you're feeding your kids now, something that you can do to ease the transition is when you're choosing the foods for the meals is try to include something that you know your kid will eat most of the time. So if you're going to serve grilled chicken and green beans for dinner and you know that your child doesn't usually eat either of those foods, also add in some sweet potatoes or a food that they will eat. So they're serving, so you're serving green beans, chicken, and sweet potatoes. By including one food that you're pretty sure your kid is going to eat, it gives them the option of at least having one part of dinner. While I think it's fine to always offer one thing that you know your kids are going to eat, make sure it's a regular part of the meal. Make sure that this one thing is not something that's been specially prepared for the child. So don't make a side of macaroni and cheese and put it on your kid's plate, but nobody else is eating that. It should feel like a natural inclusion in the meal. I would recommend that you do this at least for a couple of weeks while you get in the hang of not pressuring and doing nothing during dinner time. It's going to take your children a while to realize that you've changed your approach. But once they realize that you're not going to pressure them to eat anymore and you're not going to engage in battles, their attitude will change and the stubbornness will start to subside. And once the stubbornness starts to subside, they're going to start eating more variety. There's quite a bit of research that shows that when kids have a positive climate at mealtime, when mealtimes are enjoyable and happy, that they eat much better as a result. So the takeaway for today is that when you've tried everything, try nothing. You might be amazed at the result. Thanks for tuning in today. Please hit subscribe so you get all the new episodes. And visit simplefamilies.com and sign up for the email list so we can stay in touch. I'll talk to you soon.